0: Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass And hey, what's it gonna do? It doesn't matter
1: how you're doing Woo! Wheel of dealing Living this life just flag! Can you dig it, dig it, sucker? Would you please Shut the hell up You don't know what hard times are, daddy The cream will rise to the top Oh yeah Oh yeah Look
2: at rubble what up what up it's another episode of keep the K Fabe welcome to 2021 we are back baby i'm mike sitting here with my friends ready to talk some wrestling i'm fired up let's introduce the boys before we get down to business over in glendale someone who always keeps it regal mr steve grobschmidt how are you steve
3: yo baby yo baby yo Put your hands together.
1: <laughs> oh, God, that was so goofy. Yep. Dude, that was about
3: at, as cool as PN News.
1: Pretty much. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
3: Spot on. Very
2: hyped, though. Very hyped for an intro. Way hyped. Way hyped.
3: I don't get I hyped. Like where I stay hyped.
2: There you go. I like where your head's at, man. Long-time Let's listeners st- know
4: that Steve stays hyped.
2: Yes. <laughs>
3: Somebody had to after Mojo Riley stopped being hyped.
2: Yep. <laughs> we'll get there all right let's go down to bayview and talk to my guy someone who always stays freshly squeezed mr matt michaelson how are you matt
4: it's a new year yes it is
0: (laughs) yes
2: it is yes it is 2021 is back and so is keep the kayfabe so thanks for uh giving us a little time off listeners and uh, we're happy to be here. But before we get down to business, let's stay down in Bayview. Oh, my God. It's Charlie Michael.
0: It doesn't matter who I am.
2: <laughs> I think you blew out your own sound bar there, man. I,
1: I might have.
2: <laughs> Dude, that's, that's the kind of enthusiasm we need yep. coming into 2021. Just, you know, go balls to the wall and just blow it out. And I like yep. it.
1: Just know your role shut your mouth.
2: God damn right, dude. (laughs) Hashtag
4: that. (laughs) Carly Michael is laying the smack down.
3: I also think it being the first episode of the year that uh, I'd like to bring back, if I haven't mentioned it on this show already, one of my all-time favorite lines from Lord Steven Regal back in the WCW days when he looked at the um, interviewer and said, do you know what my New Year's resolution was this year? To wake up an hour earlier each day so I can hate you that much more. <laughs>
2: That's great, dude. I do specifically remember him that one, saying that, Steve. That's great.
3: He's it's it's small reason or a large reason why he's one of my all-time favorites. It would have totally. only
4: been topped if immediately after saying that he just looked straight down the camera and went War Games, and then walked away. Yeah,
0: yeah <laughs> War, Little did he know.
3: Yeah a little did i know back when i was a big fan that you know he was in his 20s then that he would like be such a mover and shaker in the uh wrestling you know in his what late 40s early 50s and, yeah, yeah, it's like, good for oh, him. yeah yeah i never I saw can't, that coming i can't
2: would i can't remember whatever pay-per-view it was that i was watching it was a wcw pay-per-view and there and you knew these guys were british and lord steven Regal led off the match and he won like a title. I think it was just like probably some the TV
3: title. TV
2: title. I bet yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And these guys were just so hyped, like just so pumped. They were just going nuts. And it was an it was on American soil, and they must have traveled to see it. <laughs> and they were just so pumped for Steven Regal. And it was just such a cool one to see. I gotta like I gotta figure out where where I saw that and I'll have to share it. But um yeah, man. We are back in 2021. We are here with season two of Keep the Kayfabe. And we're happy to be here. Thank you so much for all the support you've shown us over uh, the first season. And uh, we're ready to to get it going. But I don't think anybody would have saw this one coming when um, someone who is so loved passed away right before the end of 2020. As hard as 2020 was, it, this was just like... Uh, just a final kick in the nuts. Mr. Brody Lee, Luke Harper, John Huber passes away, leaving behind um, his wife and two children. And everything that I've ever heard, everyone says he was the ultimate family man and um, so beloved by so many of his co-workers. This was very unexpected. We knew he was off of TV for a little a little while we weren't really sure what but man i don't think anybody saw this coming i i can't remember who sent the text um in our group chat and um i was just yeah uh, steve yeah i just did it came was out of such so left
3: field that i was, it was yeah. one of those it was one of those cases like Even though I knew better, I'm like, God, this has to be a prank or something. But Uh, even though I like heard it from AEW themselves, so it's not like they're gonna miss that, mess that up. But it, you know, I and then for a while, like you know, I saw them tweet it or wherever I saw it, and then it was a good couple minutes before any wrestler or anybody was talking about it. So it was, you know, it was like breaking news. So, but that also made me think, holy crap, did this really happen? And yeah, it's yes.
4: Yeah, I was kind of then Twitter exploded. I remember seeing, I think it was a post on Reddit, um, and I I follow Squared Circle on Reddit, which is a pretty good source. Their moderators do a really good job of keeping everything accurate, up to date, and they cover everything. And I saw the post about Brody Lee, Luke Harper, John Huber, whatever you want to call him passing away at age 41. And I was kind of in the same boat. Like for the first couple of minutes, I was thinking, wait, is this for real? Like it, it just seemed like such an obscure thing to make up. And and that's sort of why I didn't really know what to believe for a minute, but then it really hit me all of a sudden like, oh, wow, this is, this is huge. Um, Yeah. And I think what was even crazier is just you know, Mike, you mentioned he's a total family man. And we started to see that over the last couple of weeks, you know, ever since people started telling their favorite stories about Brody Lee and, you know, what a great guy he was. And whether it was his his family, the Wyatt family, the wrestling family, all the families, he was totally that guy that brought everyone together. Um, I think it was John Moxley on the last week's tribute episode of AEW Dynamite. He made the comment that, and maybe it wasn't John Moxley, I might be getting these mixed up, but he did make the comment that, um to Brodie Lee, wrestling was a job and not all he wanted to do. Like his family came first and then wrestling came second. And that was Lee what Moxley was. said
3: that. I think you're right. Yeah. So
4: it just goes to speak to how much he really cared about his family. And, you know, you hear stories about wrestlers and their family and family first. And, you know, I kind of laugh. I think about Roman Reigns, how did the table and the family and all that stuff. And he, you've seen interviews and hear him tell stories about that but to hear other wrestlers talk about it and vouch for that person in at this deep of a level, um, is really unprecedented. So it's pretty tragic story.
2: Yeah. And, and a story that in the infancy of AEW, how they would handle this, like acquiring Luke Harper to AEW as Brody Lee, like, it, they thought they were getting, you know, a Nolan Ryan from the Astros to the Texas Rangers. And they did like the dude was a monster was in an amazing shape. Like he, I, it, there was just no way. I was like, how can a guy who works out to be a professional wrestler, you have to work out and look so good in the ring, be taken down by some kind of lung complication. I just, it, it, it it didn't register with me. I just couldn't, I couldn't think about it. And then, yes, as we've learned, like you said, Matt, like how good of a family man he was. I just felt so, so bad for um, the family and how AEW handled it with the tribute show uh, was, was next to perfect basically. I mean, there's yeah, never going to be a perfect show, but that was as I, good.
3: A, that was probably the best tribute I've ever seen for a wrestler. Oh yeah, right.
1: <laughs> easily
0: yeah
4: Jackson. I agree I, I think about like the tributes it, WWE has done like even when I think Dusty Rhodes passed away you know you get a picture of him that was and yeah. when he was born and when he passed and that's pretty much it and maybe they'll do a 10 bell salute or something like that and then the show carries on but AEW went as far as to write an entire episode of their TV show around Brody Lee and I think yeah. what really blew my mind it, Steve you're totally right it's it's one of the best tributes even outside of pro wrestling I would argue that I've seen. Um I also think that they just did such a great job sticking to the storylines that were already in flight on the show. Like it, it, obviously with Brody Lee passing and it being a tribute to him, you could totally see where a lot of these matches were going to go. But it was still great to watch. It's still, and it's still stuck to a lot of the storylines that they're crafting on the show. Which, right, that's off to them. Way to keep, way to stick to the product, keep things going in the right direction, but also, not pass up any opportunity to pay tribute to one of the you know biggest guys on the show.
3: Right, and like, and they let his son book the main event which is like just that's so cool like he picked the participants i mean how great is that that was
2: that that was an amazing moment um but before we get to that one like what matt said keeping the storyline going how we don't know that adam page is is he in the dark order is he going to be some yeah exactly right so like (laughs) this kind of solidified him being in there like he's the He's yeah. the instep to Brody Lee, like the chosen one, like the uh, we keep talking about him. Like he's the John Snow, he's the Luke Skywalker. He's, he yeah. I mean, it makes perfect sense. And who he was paired up with was um, John Silver, who is just like a budding superstar. Is so awesome that the those those tri- that uh, they had um, overall tribute suit that John yeah, Silver wore. Yeah. I think he needs to keep that. Yeah, like
1: no, it was pretty good. I think
2: it look it makes him look better because when he is just in that speedo and he's just such like a he looks like a Nintendo Mega Man boss, <laughs> like a bolt. They keep saying, "No, oh, he's a bowling ball, ball. He's a little ball." You know, he, he those trunks make him look really good because of how good he is as a wrestler. I think the less like uh body mass you see the better he looks on tv and he is i think him um starks darby allen orange cassidy is already over but those three starks john silver darby allen those are the guys that are gonna be like the, the next, next
0: generation yeah exactly
2: yep. like the you know like the foley the triple h the you know the rock, whatever you wherever you want to like draw the line in the attitude arrow out of all that stock of talent. But John Silver's there. I mean, he yeah. wrestled the match of his life, I think, in that six man tag team.
0: Oh, um, yeah. And you I mean, can see everybody the emotion
2: did. at That's, the end, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I, mean, I don't want to focus on the guy too much, but I just want to make
3: it. Yeah. I you mean, know, the other guy that I, like looks so freaking inspired to me was Colt Cabana. Like, Yep. You know he came out emotional, and you know who can blame him. And
2: first match of the night, that was the best. Tough.
3: I mean, I have not followed Colt's career as closely as maybe some of you, maybe Charlie, but yeah. um that was the best I've seen him in a very, very long time. Like he, you could tell he was like in another gear. He got his stuff together, yeah, tribute. Colt. Yeah. yeah,
1: that was one of his better matches on TV. He, he's really good.
3: Mm-hmm. I'm glad I got to show his stuff that night. And I just. There's no way, is there, that like, I mean, they, they can't go back to the dark. I mean, the dark order was barely heels right nowadays, mm-hmm. anyway. There's so oh, like, they were turning, yeah, they, they were, were like turning, turning already, but there's yeah. no way they can even entertain that now. I think they have to be, and that's where I think you you know, what you said about hangman. Um, it just makes sense now that why wouldn't he join them? They need like a, a good guy kind of leading the charge. And now, I, that, what that opens the door to is where do they go as good guys? Do they take on the inner circle. I mean, there's lots of avenues they can go, but uh
1: yeah yeah i was i was kind of thinking about that too i
3: was like, where do they go
1: i was thinking maybe silver and uh what's his name i mean who knows when but i think they could throw the tag belts on those guys sure at some point you know silver what? and somebody like i
0: 10? can't think no the guy, he was always wrestles the guy he's the with. with i can't think the, of his name
3: I can The think guy so. was
1: like, he, he's like the poor man's um what's his name well, there's he's that Stu longer Grayson hair. guy. Just the poor man Stevie Richards. Yeah, yeah he like, had long yeah. hair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can't think yeah. of
3: his name. Yeah. I'm gonna uh look it up while we're talking. Look but, it up. Yeah, uh, it's yeah, not cause... Stu
1: Grayson,
2: that's
4: the no, other Stu's bald with, guy. Uh,
3: he's with evil Uno. Uno, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
4: Steve, while you're looking that up, the only thing I would want to interject here, not to distract from Stu Grayson and those guys. Um, I know Mike, I think you and I specifically have talked a little bit of smack about Cole Cabana on this podcast in the past. Yeah. Um, especially that splash outside the ring. Um, I couldn't tell you which episode of the podcast we talked about that on, but I know it did happen. Um, haven't always been the biggest fan of him, but watching this match, he was in prime shape the other oh, day. Yeah. So, yeah. Great match. I, I, if he keeps putting out matches like this, I could definitely see getting behind him for sure.
2: Honestly, um, I didn't want to like talk bad, about, like, yeah, Brody Lee is gone, but almost this almost gives Cole Cabana a purpose to rise up as an elder statesman of the Dark Order, uh, because that's what Brody Lee was to the Dark Order. He gave them structure, he gave them concept, he gave them purpose. Alex Reynolds, Alex Reynolds Sorry. is the dude. Yep, yep, yeah if this if if something if inspired wrestling which every person in dark order did on the tribute show that's what they did was wrestled inspired colt cabana showed that and if that kind of gives them more of a role i'm i'm gonna pay more attention to colt cabana a little bit
1: oh colt's great i mean they they started him kind of hot then they cooled him off and they put him with the i mean colt's been doing this for over 20 years you know he's He's good, and I'm, you know, he's. I always, I was always entertaining him. Thought he was good. He did a lot of stuff for Ring of Honor. I think he, mm-hmm. was he in TNA or for a bit or something. I don't know about that. He's but like
2: the godfather of indie wrestling, isn't he? Well,
1: in he's basically. a godfather. He's the godfather of the wrestling podcast. He was the first guy who did it. Mm-hmm. Oh, was a, okay. that's true. That's, that's true. Yep.
4: Without Kul Cabana, there would be no key no wrestling King
1: podcast. Cabana. Yep, yeah, he was the guy oh, who wow. did it, dude. He's the like art Hulk the whole kogan Go back and watch the Art of Wrestling. It's called great yeah that's awesome I'm, I'm proud to say i bought a t-shirt from him too and you help and i his saw the kid yeah. help his kid get through college which i don't think he has a kid that's what he, <laughs> that was his gimmick for selling me yeah. the shirts i was like i don't know and he's hey, like did well you come get on yeah he's like i'll you know, help my kid go through college i'm like yeah i gotta get it yeah <laughs> what was it 15 bucks no, 20 bucks. It's a cool light blue t-shirt. Right. It's a cool t-shirt actually, dude. It's got like a, cause he's Jewish. So he has got the Star of David on it. It's That's a cool t-shirt. Oh, I, worn dude. It. I, I still have it. I haven't worn it yet. So I was going to wear it this summer to some shows, but
2: You could probably resale got... that. You could resell that
1: for it's, at least it's, 80. It's in mint condition right now, bro.
4: <laughs> you know, I was actually driving through Northern Illinois. I think it was Saturday night and I was on my way back to Milwaukee and I saw a billboard for one hour tees, which for those of you who oh, are nice. really yeah, in the business, yep. it's an okay. offshoot of pro wrestling tees or it's actually yep. part of the same company. So yeah, Cole that's, Cabana that's started, was yeah. on the billboard. Oh, so, nice. Nice.
0: Really? really? Yes. Hell
4: yeah. So no matter nice. what I do, I can't get away from him. That's true. Don't call
1: me. Don't call. I could be wrong, but I believe he might have a little stake in that too. A little. I think it would have surprised me. Because I think he helped start those guys, so I think he might have a Dude, little scratch coming in on that too.
2: He is a pure entrepreneur. Think about yeah. it, guys. Yeah, I oh, mean, yeah, he, totally. is, he is doing his thing in the purest form, wrestling indie. Then he does the podcast thing. Then he's in some t-shirt thing. Like, that's what an entrepreneur does. They pivot, yep. they pivot, they pivot. He's they get their hands in the game, into a lot yep. of pies get a lot of money streams in at the same time doing what you love colcabana oh, yeah. is a goddamn pioneer
1: oh yeah totally especially for the podcast stuff because he was doing it before anybody else got it he was getting sponsors and everything you know he was the first dude doing it. that's why everybody kind of jumped in that oh he's making money on this you know
2: did you guys go to the Cabana tailgate party too before all out this yeah. last all out?
3: We went to yeah, his, for a little we while. Podcast too, weren't we? Yeah, we went to his podcast, but we we yep. stopped over to that thing for a little bit. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Did so you have was, to
2: pay to get in there, or was that I don't just? didn't had
3: to uh, pay to get in. No.
1: Nope. It was. It was just oh, selling okay. food and T-shirts and stuff. It was well, cool. that's good. I mean, it was it's awesome. just, it was just like gathering.
2: A, yep. Gathering people, spreading the word. Fans. Yep. That's fucking smart. Yeah. Getting
1: hyped up for the show it was a lot of people. It was cool. They had a bunch of food trucks and stuff. It was. That's why I recommend. I mean, I'm sure Steve was saying too. I'm Steve. Talked me into buying a the platinum pass, but it was worth it. It was
3: oh yeah, was I, can't, I can't. Fun know. as hell. I would do it
1: again. Yeah. You know, I'm sure if you ever been to a comic, I haven't been to a comic con, which I should go to someday. But this was like a Russell con. It was just, it was awesome, dude. Yeah, you, you guys would keep, love it. You would. Hopefully, love it.
2: keep the kayfabe. We'll get laminates one year.
4: Yeah, we could try one of these years. <laughs> one of these years.
0: It'll be a we new pretty much. Year.
1: We pretty much saw what's his name last uh, big show he'll ever have. Um. What's the guy that used to do the lollipop in his trunks?
0: Oh,
3: Jesus. What's his face? Oh, oh Joey, no. Ryan. Joey Ryan. Joey Ryan. yeah. We saw oh, the last
1: not... I don't think we saw pretty much the last public not... podcast experience uh, Before his demise Yeah. Yeah,
3: but Jesus, you see he's <laughs> back on Twitter and he's like this born again bullshit he's pulling. Oh, shit. Just, oh shit. Well that's his, only, like, that's his
2: only that's his
3: only path. Yeah, he's just fucking fraud.
1: Yeah, speaking yeah. of that, did you guys see <laughs> I don't know how many did you guys see Marty Skrull and Ring of Hollers severed ties officially?
3: No, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, so yeah, cool. there's a hot what's a the hot thing? free agent. Yeah. It's a what's that? There's a hot free agent.
1: Oh for sure. It's it's now it's a matter of um were his charges bad enough for him not to come to uh ring or come to AEW yet or what? what?
2: Marty Skrull has charges?
1: Well, they were. There were some things. No charges or out the allegations. There's some allegations that years ago, I think he was doing some girls that were kind of minorish.
2: Mm, so never a good look. Yeah. <laughs> but,
1: <laughs> but never, never something want to come is out. Is he
2: British? Is <laughs> yeah. he British? Yeah. Okay,
0: yes. so the drinking
2: here. age, the drinking age is 18 in Great Britain, and I actually studied abroad in London, and I actually got nice. nailed. For selling a minor... I got secret Beer? shopped at the state fair. Beer. I was just, you know... I was still just kind of like... It was literally like my third customer on the register.
1: Okay. Did she could have been... Oh,
2: yeah. She could have been like his third uh, chick that took a run at him at a, after a wrestling show. Yeah, who knows
1: when he was...
3: Uh, no, in, in in fairness to his, his reputation... It's um, alleged. There's yeah. one woman... 16 at the time intoxicated yeah. that he was yeah he he admitted yeah. to hooking up with her but he said it was consensual but so there okay
1: that. it's just the age thing yeah mm-hmm. damn
3: i it's hope he didn't
0: do thing.
2: like the uh the finger snap trick to her and that's how that, he got. i him. love
1: that thing man God, i love that I, <laughs> I know you do charlie marty was so over dude i i man i i hope he can make a comment Marty's marty's great he's great Marty, yeah
3: he's gonna Interviews be a good, are great Cause yeah. i remember
1: i saw him come a ring of honor when he first started coming out i was like this guy looks so corny with the the villain you know and then
2: and the mask
1: this, yeah the mask stuff was cool kind of but it's just so stupid but then you saw him work then he cut his promos Then he got with the young bucks it was just like wow and he just got super over dude then you know for the bte stuff it's just he's i got his t-shirt too he's one of my I hope he can it's your boy. Yeah, I hope he can come back, man. He's really entertaining. Dude,
2: Marty Skrull is your or the Velveteen Dream is your is Marty Skrull. Your, it's,
1: it's, your, it's your one mistake, wrestler.
0: Dude,
1: that's
2: me. I, I was I was yep. so over with the Velveteen Dream. Yep. It wasn't even funny. And then when I heard this, I'm just like, God fucking damn it.
4: Talk about falling off a cliff. speaking of someone
1: who hasn't fallen off the cliff i'm kind of watching raw and if you can see uh
4: wait 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 time out time out you know what that means (laughs) it's now time for charlie's corner
1: let's hear it charlie Uh, tori wilson has not fallen off
3: the cliff oh my no oh my god
1: she looks insane <laughs> there's
3: your there's another there's your weekly uh, Instagram follow there, recommendation yep. there. And I'll
1: this keep an, an eye going. out of this match, Mike, for you. Keith Lee versus uh um, McIntyre for the title tonight.
3: This could be over oh. the yeah, bet could be special. over today. Yep. You and might you know owe me hundred Char- bucks. And you know what? I don't know if Charlie saw this, but proof that anything can happen on Monday Night Raw, Dana Brooke beat um China Baszler tonight, so
1: Oh, did she? <laughs> wow!
3: Oh, so this go. could be Keith Lee's championship
1: night. Nice. I just saw someone on Reddit, off of uh, Matt site, said they are calling it now. Sheamus causes Drew to lose. I I got it the other way that he causes um, Keith Lee to lose.
4: This has been Charlie's corner.
1: corner yeah. information, nice. all, the, all the information, about nothing you can use. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Charlie. So, uh, I mean,
4: that's this think, whole
3: podcast, that's just a more yeah.
4: specific subset of that information.
3: Getting back to uh the Brody Lee tribute, um, did you know that <laughs> Anna J is 22 years old? No, wow. she is Ugh. ahead of her years. Wow, handpicked so, to the Dark Order by Brody Lee. So, I
4: oh. caught bits and pieces of this show, I didn't watch the whole thing. But there were two moments that stick out in my mind, one of which was MJF getting hit in the face with a kendo stick, which was amazing. Yeah. But the second moment that stuck out to me was there was a moment in that women's tag team match where Anna Jay kind of points to the sky and starts tearing up during the match. Yeah. And man, that was like, that was the moment yeah. that pretty much summed up the whole show to me.
1: That was tough. Yeah. And it was pretty good too. So
4: there's that.
2: Anna Jay, we touched on her her name should have been um cruella Deville or something like that from season one like how her name anna j just doesn't fit with the dark order but i hope she's successful with them they do need a female presence there uh,
3: sky's the limit i mean you're right if she's that good already at 22 years old man
2: well and i do like the 99 teardrops too. Yeah. Like under her that's the eye, number. like he
3: gave her, did you, so you, you I, I assume you know the reason he gave her that number. Do you please tell it's an inside thing? Like he gave her that number 99 cause of Wayne Gretzky. Cause he's a huge, oh, that's fan. It. yeah, yep. That's it.
1: Yep. And I, he's a huge I, hockey I, I fan. Yeah. He was fan like, like and he was up.
3: like, he was like, most fans aren't going to get that, but that's okay. I get it. And I like it. And yeah. Wow. Yep. She
2: dude, that is a major, major honor. I mean, Yeah. You know, I'm a huge hockey guy. And when I heard he was a huge hockey guy, granted the Toronto Maple Leafs aren't my favorite team, but I mean, I just love the game and they're sick as hell. So, I mean, if I would have bumped into Brody Lee and we chopped it up about some Maple Leaf stuff, that would have been fun. But I mean, that's pretty significant. Like if you play in a beer league, if you play on a college team, if you play in the pros, you don't wear the number 99 because it's disrespectful to Wayne Gretzky. The fact that Brody Lee gave her that number, which I like, like the teardrops that look like that. That's sick. I think that's cool. But if that's representative of Wayne Gretzky, now I'm like 10 times over with Anna J. Now, there you go. Fuck. That's nice. Yeah.
3: No, it's, I mean, you know, So, was- I mean, to me, that show was like I said the night it happened and the word I use is perfect and it's funny because even the one thing I started to get uncomfortable about was when um um I just lost his name holy crap the MJF um when MJF started messing with his son I'm like I don't know how I feel about this (laughs) but then they totally turned you knew but then you knew too and it's like and even having him hit him and all that, they ripped the mask off and all that. I was like, not sure. But then you just saw the smile on that kid's face after like, you know, <laughs> week, you know, like he just freaking lost his dad. And yet the like days later, he's smiling. That I mean, the whole thing was freaking worth it. Like, and then MGF, I mean, as big of a heel as he is, he'll uh, he'll do the honors for the, you know, any face in the right moment. And he, he, that was, it was so cool. Like to it see was. him get laid out.
4: There's a lot to be said about AEW handled this, and all you have to do is just take a look at Brody Lee Jr. in that moment yes. right after oh my he God. whacks MJF in the face. Just the best.
3: All smiles, yeah.
2: I kind of wish that, he yeah. hit him harder. Like it <laughs> busted it, it, him open. <laughs> it was like it was like a fifty percent whack with the kendo stick. I mean, we saw more damage to Damian uh, Mysterio this year on a kendo stick. I mean, damn. I I he's I, eight. I, he's I, eight. Know. I know, I know, I know. But like,
4: they gimmick the it, kendo stick with barbed wire. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. I I wish he would have hit him a little harder. But I mean, perhaps the MJF to even take that angle oh, because solid. it is a tough Sold look. To like
3: a million bucks. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's a tough look, and he even went on Twitter, and that's debatable. But you know, it's wrestling people. Yeah, so. and that the kid is the TNT champion for life. So the kid is involved with wrestling for life. And we are going to probably see that young man be a wrestler someday. I mean, he he wants, if he wants to
1: contract.
4: Yeah. So Mike, you mentioned he's TNT champion for life. So I don't know if this is actually true or if it was just us on the group text, just kind of speculating, but what is next for the TNT title?
1: Oh, I think that, they're, they retired. Okay, I, I know what it is. They retired that belt. He's got that belt. They're going to redesign the belt. Okay. Basically. Yeah. It's still TNT, but they're going to redesign the belt.
2: Which is a great business move. I mean, we talk. I, I mean, me personally, talk some shit about that belt. Yeah, and I, I didn't like it, was, it either,
1: dude. I really didn't like the name of it.
2: The name, the look. Yeah. You know, cool. there was some hiccups with it with the ordering process, which is so yeah. funny and and just pure COVID, too yeah. with the times of COVID and a new promotion. Not that Tony kind of strapped for money where he couldn't do rush order. It was just like, yo, hello. It was kind of good that a billionaire like couldn't get the belt that he wanted quick enough, which makes the common man, like all of us sitting here and any women and men listening to this podcast, like, great, a billionaire can't get what he wants when he wants it. I think that's cool. But the fact that Brody Lee Jr. has that now, for life that was super super cool at the end there like that was the main event like when jr is like okay stick around for the main event i thought the dream match was the main event so did i and, then, and they did that tribute at the end i was like god damn who is cutting onions around here huh <laughs> ah,
3: that's so good and yeah. t- tony con man that guy i mean it's you can be a you can be a big rich dude that runs the company and still have a heart yep it's such Definitely. a contrast. And I and I don't wanna take this moment to I don't want to bash WWE too heavily, but it's just you can see the difference in the way the company like the the roots of each company and kind of yeah that they did that for a guy, a guy like you know, somebody summed up. He was there for 10 months and they gave him that treatment and he was in May WWE I, for 10 years. Yep.
2: May I play devil's advocate here real quick? Let's just yeah. say Luke Harper was still with WWE, and do you think they would give this much attention to him? Like, I don't think they would have
3: done this scale. Maybe
1: the in memory of, yeah.
3: Maybe NXT would have cut out some time for him, but Raw or SmackDown wouldn't have done a whole tribute like that. They would have done a vignette, or maybe have some interviews or inters. Like they do a Raw, and maybe like you know every so often do an interview. But I don't think they would have dedicated a whole sh- I know they wouldn't have dedicated. They
1: probably would have done it. exactly what they did.
3: You <laughs> they think so? Have done- yeah, yeah, they probably would have just had a in memory of. I, I mean, he was so, when was the last time he was, rel- I mean, he you know, the Bludgeon it. Brothers That's- got the titles. That was yeah. one blip. He had the That's Intercontinental cool. title for a month or two. That was another blip, but other they than that, pissed. they barely They got used pissed them. at
1: him because he said in public he wants to leave, so they made him sit at home for
3: they a year. They sat him, they made him, yeah. they, and because he was hurt, they extended his contract. Yep. So, yep. yep. I don't think wasted they would have done year of that.
1: guy's, which is sad when you think about it, just because his pettiness, he wasted a year of that guy's life that he could have been wrestling yeah you know, little did he know boy he was, i didn't you know, even
3: think of that yeah
1: he, he, he wasted a year of his life that he you know not
3: no but okay here's him. the silver lining of that like, he got
0: paid though but
3: and he got to spend that time with his family, his family which was really that's important. True, so Jim. i mean actually that was actually a positive for him not that's that it's probably, the better. Meant it that probably way, better for him but it yeah, was actually, it was right, better yeah. if he had one year left on this earth he got to yep. spend, spend the previous year with his family yeah
4: yeah so i was just thinking about um like some of the memories I had of Brody Lee. So I didn't follow him that closely in AEW. I mean, obviously I was aware of the dog collar match, which was his last match on TV, which was amazing. Um, But thinking back to some of the other matches he did throughout his career in WWE, he did have a few really amazing noteworthy matches. And the one that always pops into my head, and I looked it up before we did this show uh, was from Elimination Chamber 2017 where he was as luke harper up against randy orton and i remember the match because it was the first time i had seen luke harper or Brody lee whatever you want to call him do a tope suicida through the ropes to the outside and tackle randy orton and then they did a follow-up sequence of moves to that over the announce table and i think for whatever reason i forget the reason behind it but mora Renallo was on commentary that night and sold it so well. He was so pumped up. And I think they actually took out more of when they tumbled over the table because you hear a headset kind of get dropped and then there's no commentary for about five, 10 seconds. And then Corey Graves is like, Mora, are you with us? He's like, yeah, I had a handful of Luke Harper. And, <laughs> and just that match, for whatever reason, sticks in my head. That was, to me, the turning point where he could have been more of an upper mid card, potentially main event level guy, but being WWE and being what it is, you know, unfortunately, we never got to see that, but thankfully, he was able to get over to AEW and do a lot of great things. So that was my favorite match that I can recall of Brody Lee slash Luke Harper.
2: You uh, bl- brought up the Bludgeon Brothers before, guys. We saw the emergence of Big Red, Chris <laughs> Jericho, Big Red, Big oh Red, my God. just
1: screaming. <laughs> No,
0: he red called him he, he by his name. And <laughs> yes. Yeah, Excalibur. Excalibur. <laughs> exactly. He kept Jericho,
2: kept <laughs> Jericho kept screwing up. And Excalibur's yeah. like, no, it is Red Beard. They, it was Red like, Beard.
3: It was a pretty good <laughs> That was Excal- so funny. That was well, that, so great. Like, yeah. like I said, yeah. and I mean this as zero disrespect, but I think I told Charlie this. Like, oh, because Charlie and I were watching it, so I didn't want to spoil for you guys. But mm-hmm. I I, te- I tweeted it or texted him and I'm like, if you would have told me at the beginning of this year that one of my absolute favorite wrestling highlights would be Eric Rowan showing up, mm-hmm. oh, I would have yeah. been like, what the hell are you talking <laughs> yeah, about? <laughs> mm-hmm. I would and, pop off. I yeah, would pop or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Th- yeah. That I would be like, like that would be like one of the I, highlights of the yeah, year. Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: And you know
3: and why, Steve? Yeah.
2: It was your highlight because he attacked Wardlow. My boy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So my boy
1: that's icing on the cake.
2: Yeah. And Hey, by the way, how small did Wardlow look next to you? He looked small, dude. He looked
0: like
2: like little John silver next to him. He did not
1: look as big as I thought he was. Yeah. Dude is
2: a monster. And he got signed, right? He got,
3: uh, no, by no I don't know. I yet. haven't
1: heard. I don't know. I, I was yet. talking to a buddy of mine. And we're like, we're not sure. Cause you got to remember too, when he came out, he didn't have, he had Brody's t-shirt on. He didn't have his own t-shirt or anything. So I don't know if he's, um. he has signed. not
3: signed yet. Yeah, I was oh. just
4: going to say, the last I heard, um, I don't know if it was like less than a week, think it was less than a week ago, Dave Meltzer did clarify that he wasn't signed permanently, it was sort of a one time, deal, yeah, apparently. because it was the Bury Lee tribute, they just brought him in for a quick appearance.
2: Mm. Interesting. I thought I, I, I saw yeah. something where they did have him signed, and I watched the episode later, I actually watched the full episode today before we start recording, just to you know, be fresh on it. And you know, giving him a new name, like was his name in the indies Redbeard at some point? I think so. Was it oh okay that makes sense now? Okay, got it. So
3: that makes that's
4: sense. A better name than Great Eric name. Rowan. Like who who's gonna remember Eric Rowan? But Eric Redbeard, that's money.
3: That actually works. Yeah. Um something you said reminded me too like oh uh, excalibur there was a couple moments where he just stopped talking like in mid-sentence because i think he was overcome with emotion um right and uh yeah i mean just how it hits different people was kind of noteworthy and yeah
2: yeah jericho kept saying this is as real as it gets everybody like like i kind of didn't like that because i feel like jericho like we've talked about he's kind of takes a lot of claim for a lot of the success and like he likes to call it out the way it is but you know fuck it this was one of those shows where it's like it's recorded it was amazing yeah and just let it be you know yeah jericho's jericho had like that little vignette where he talked about uh how he brought Brody lee in but then they really dove deep into who Brody Lee brought in and Steve you touched on it with Anna J I didn't know that 10 was like Brody Lee's acquisition I mean I brought it up in a couple of past episodes where I'm like who is this dude this guy is jacked I think his name is 10 but apparently like he's a he's a uh, multi-sport yeah. You know, talent football player. He had a knee brace on. So, I mean, obviously he's dedicated to sports, but him being in the um, dream match for Brody Lee's son shows that like, this is a very important person. Yeah. The kid the young it's, man's his, life. it's his
3: favorite wrestler. Yeah.
2: Right. So I think maybe this could be, you know, something for 10 going forward after this, well, do you and guys he's think... good.
3: Yeah, I agree. I think, yeah. and I think the key thing is that he. I mean, the key thing for long term is that he's talented. I mean, he he looked good in that. I mean, he looked like he. He's not going to be in the main event every week, but in that situation, he looked like he belonged with those dudes. He he did not yep, he did yes. not embarrass himself. No. And even if he
2: never wrestles again after this, I'll be like, I'll always remember that dude because yeah. that was just super. Like he was, he was just a sub a sub part of the show for a a, a long time yeah. or in the dark order. But then when they brought him to light with the story that they gave this guy, if he wrestles more, I will be interested. If he doesn't, I will always remember. That's what yep. I, I guess I'm trying to say. And that's cool. I think that is, that's fine. I'm okay it's with awesome that. It's awesome
3: that a guy like that got his moment. I mean, it's not awesome how he got that moment, but you, you know what I mean? Like it happened. Yeah. It was bound to happen. He was picked. And, I mean, that's just, yeah, I mean, regardless of where that dude's career goes, that's, like, at the top of his resume, probably, of, like, moments. Truly, Oh, Cody I, loved it.
4: Apologies for yeah. jumping in, but we have to bring everyone a very special encore of Charlie's Corner. Charlie, I see you laughing over there at Monday Night Raw. What's going on? <laughs>
1: oh, my God. Well, you know, they have that raw, like, all oh, the Legends Night. That's, like, every B-plus player, there's no... Stone Cold, the only one that's uh, is a A level player is Blair, dude. It's like Hogan was there, yeah, and Hogan, but he's not. They had the thing where we're sitting watching the match, but he's yeah. gone. There, it's like Mark Henry, Tori, Jeff Jarrett. They, they, it's even funny. though she's
3: <laughs> even though she's on the active roster, they they they, yeah. they, they called Mickey James a legend. Now she yeah, now she's shifted like, over oh, legends. It's
1: every B yeah. plus. It's every B player. It's like no Stone Cold.
3: Um, and Rick no Flair. Hogan. And I read that he, Ric Flair cost Charlotte her match for some inexplicable reason.
1: Oh, he did tonight. Okay, I didn't uh, see that, but I just noticed that. Uh, well, he was there. He's he's always there. Whenever she came back, he was there that night watching on the monitors. But it's yeah. like all these garbage, garbage guys. Actually, this match with um, these two aren't aren't bad. There's a lot of good false finishes and so, but it's. But it was Labs I was just laughing that they have all these shit players on their team because they have all these guys back to, to pop a rating. But what 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 they got? Mark Henry
3: is not going to pop the ratings. <laughs> He's not going to Jeff Jarrett's not going to pop a rating.
0: Dude. This is been like...
4: a very special encore
0: of Charlie's Corner.
1: <laughs> You're welcome.
3: <laughs> awesome. Oh, what would awesome. Charlie do without Monday Night Raw? Oh, yeah. Charlie, all I'll say is don't worry
4: about the whole Ric Flair costing Charlotte the match thing. Next week, they'll pretend it never happened. So
1: yeah. don't get and and it. my <laughs> money is safe. <laughs> <laughs> I think
3: Rick, next Shocking. week. Rick, Shocking. Shocking. Oh, did he lose?
1: Yeah. Okay. I forgot. Big shows there. He's a legend, but he's on the active roster, too. It's like, I'm looking at like, all these people. like, It's like no one, no one would like. go, oh, I got to watch Raw to see what, to see, um, what the
3: boogeyman's up to. <laughs>
0: Boogeyman,
1: obviously, he's always there because he needs he'll take a payday anytime. Uh, what's it? Oh, I can't remember. Ron Simmons see damn. See, Ron Simmons say damn. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, he got his damn in, which was kind of kind of funny when, how he yep. did it. I don't want to, I don't want to put any spoilers out there. Oh, he, gee, thank you for that. Yeah.
3: I met Ron 24th.
2: Simmons. I met Ron he, Simmons at The Drunk Uncle. Oh, really? Right. He, he, he was wrestling at um Serb hall for like his own promotion ren oh, simmons really? his has like his own thing going a little bit like how long ago
1: uh 2 years ago i would oh, say shit he was wrestling he oh shit wrestle. oh man watch out now here comes a big man Goldberg, oh. Goldberg, he's coming out. I think he's gonna
0: challenge. Oh boy, here we go now. The ratings, the ratings are gonna swarm, swarm. It's swar. now time for a very
4: special double encore. Of- <laughs> Goldberg's
1: Goldberg. coming out. Oh, I wonder why they canceled it with like they had a match that with four minutes left. Goldberg's out here.
4: This yeah, has been a very special seats. double encore of Charlie's corner.
1: And they got the piped in they got the piped in Goldberg chance.
2: Oh my god, right? Talk about a guy who is so insecure and like just has something to live up to. I watched those documentaries with Goldberg and it's almost kind of sad, man. Like <laughs> I feel really bad for the guy.
3: The man, like he, the man who punted Bret Hart into retirement. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: no. Well, hey, he's okay. always just like, I gotta be the man. Like I I you hey, know what I'm doing. Like, if, Vince, oh. if, Vince, if, if Vince is going to keep throwing million-dollar paydays at him, I don't blame him. Well, I don't blame I Goldberg at
3: all, yeah. Jesus.
4: Mike, I have to ask: Was that that impression you did? Was that Goldberg or was that Macho Man? Because it sounded you know, like a spot-on Macho Man.
2: I'm kind of drinking straight tequila at this point, so <laughs> oh, kind of. It could it could have been anything. So,
3: so um, breaking news as of nine hours ago. Because with the holidays, um, ratings are much delayed now. Oh uh, yeah,
0: what, what,
3: the Brody Lee the Brody Lee special got nine hundred seventy-seven thousand yeah. to NXT's five hundred eighty-six. Wow! So,
0: wow.
3: so uh, an episode wow. en- entirely dedicated to Brody Lee was their second highest rating of the year.
1: I'm so, wow. honestly surprised
2: them. that NXT had that many well, viewers too. I think that's the lowest
4: know?
3: for NXT. Yeah, long time. I
4: feel like that is the lowest. So, who the f- so yeah, it's kind of a weird week. You have NX AEW popping their second highest rating of the year NXT with. I feel like that's the lowest rating I've heard of for them. But who the
2: hell is watching NXT during that?
3: The hey, there's man. still those people that are oh, like, oh F F AEW, yeah. They yep. saw.
1: Oh, yeah. oh,
3: you see, oh, you you ever want to see you ever want to see it? Yeah, like every every month every. Um, thursday afternoon when um brian alvarez right. or whoever posts the, the ratings, ratings look out look at yeah. the comments like there'll be oh, people yeah. like making look oh AEW <laughs> didn't crack a million they suck like, yeah exactly uh, but they beat
1: your main yeah, program yeah
3: too. oh my god like, it's just they will not it's like politics they will not give the yeah. other I, side a, i i, no, I don't think they'll.
2: i will want to sign up for that because i will just don't. want to like give yeah. less faith in humanity if i read yeah. those comments oh, oh yeah
1: i go at it with those guys on there it's awesome <laughs>
2: call them marks
1: and everything else <laughs> i always say i hope you're getting a check for the wwe the way you're supporting and backing them up because nice boy, charlie This this loyalty you're giving to the wwe you know and they would even piss on you vince would even piss on you if you're on fire
2: <laughs> very nice take charlie i love it le- always with
1: the hot legit. takes. that's that's a legit take
2: well Brody lee's tribute like we said was probably great, next yep. to perfect super yep. great matches very entertaining very heartfelt we got to see a live look into the man's life yep. uh i think the most powerful vignette i don't even know who did it when they said like hey if there was a mount rushmore of family man wrestlers mm-hmm. brody lee would be on that mount rushmore yeah. as a yeah, family put, man
1: put yeah. it this way dude cornette said he Cause he used to talk bad about Brody's matches saying, ah, oh, they're not that good and blah, blah, blah. He took everything back. He goes, he didn't know how he didn't realize how beloved he was. He goes, I take wow. everything back. I said about him.
2: Yeah. I didn't get a chance to uh listen to cornet and I do like to listen to him when I, you know, have things to do, but there. I'm on that vacation clip. right now. <laughs> For a big lit MKE candles holiday season. I took a little time off and yeah, I took a little time off from the so, podcast so, as well.
3: Say promotional much, consideration that. paid for yeah. by the following yeah.
2: <laughs> thank you every
3: week it's true okay. it's
2: all it's damn true it's true yeah.
3: um, um one last thing about the uh tribute like if you guys saw it on uh social media look for it um um eddie kingston does did like sort of a talk to the the, the, the wrestlers after the show did you see that
0: I really heard good, about it, but yeah. I don't know, so uh, yeah, understand.
3: yeah. The AEW, I think, released it on Twitter. Like, it's kind of like after the show aired, uh, it's well worth watching. Hmm. Cool, I'll I have didn't check that it. out. Eddie Kingston just totally came across to me as like, like you know, like you could see that as much. They probably hired that guy as much for being a wrestler as being like sort of a backstage kind of um agent, like general, because yeah.
2: Well, we said it before Eddie Kingston was approached by NXT many times to be a coach to yeah. uh NXT people just to talk on the mic. But what Eddie Kingston does does not it, it's not coachable, it's not mm-hmm. taught, it's just you got it or you don't. He might inspire people, but you can't give you can't get what Eddie Kingston does and smart on um AEW to pick him up. Yeah. And when he was down, like, the dude was selling his boots, his gear to make ends meet during COVID when he couldn't wrestle at independent shows. And a lot of his fellow brothers and sisters who were on the indie scene advocated, like, yo, give Eddie a look, brought him up, and the rest is history.
1: Yep, and one more update. I guess Goldberg challenged Drew to a title match at the Royal Rumble. That's what... Well, spiel it's, been nice.
3: it's been nice knowing you, Drew. You're going to lose yeah. the title to Goldberg. <laughs> He's going to yes. lose. It's it's the yeah. same. Get, oh, my God. Ready, is it going to be the same bullshit? Like, Goldberg's going to beat him, and then somebody's going to take on Goldberg at WrestleMania. Is that what they're setting up? Again? The prob- How I many times they have they done do a, this? I bet
1: they do a rematch from getting the belt back,
0: because who,
1: who are that they going to elevate? Benefit, who, who else are they going to elevate on Raw? That's it. They haven't built anybody to, to have that title except for Orton, and they- you know, and at Orton's, I don't know what happened. Anybody catch the beginning of Raw speaking up? That what wow. happened with the burning think, scene? Did he burn her?
4: Or? That's a question I, was, I never thought
3: I'd hear on this podcast. Hey,
1: did <laughs> you catch Raw? <laughs> the beginning you know what? Raw, I finally, you know, since, cliffhanger.
3: since COVID started, I actually have cable in the form of Hulu Plus. And there was a time years ago that I would have been like, sweet, I can watch even more wrestling. I've had, I've had Raw since the beginning of the year and I haven't watched it once. <laughs> nope, me neither. <laughs> and I didn't even watch SmackDown, and that's on regular TV. I gave up on that probably around uh, spring. Yeah, I liked SmackDown before they uh, went to Fox. Like, and then, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm.
2: Speaking of a better wrestling promotion, I hear there's a promotion across the pond called New Japan Wrestling, <laughs> and Wrestle Kingdom is happening right now. That's, that's their biggest show of hours. the year, isn't it?
3: Oh yeah, it, it is, is their big show. Yep, yep. And they it's just, a... you know, they're so smart too. They do it over multiple nights. It's like if yep. if, if WWE like is 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 it all capable of like um, learning and like revising? Yep. Freaking keep doing like do do WrestleMania that way going forward. It was well, so maybe, much.
1: They yeah. they could they could do it like that if they had good booking, yeah. solid wrestling. Could could wait out a story for. Let a story play out for two, possibly two months instead, like instead of wrestling. Rather than two weeks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They let their Nobody... story. This this main story has been going for three years with um, Ibushi winning this title. He's lost major matches the last three years to finally get over the hump. The same the same way they did Omega when he kept losing, kept losing, and he and he finally beat Okada. It took years, outstretched booking. That's and
3: storytelling, it, yeah. Solid,
1: yes, yeah, solid wrestling. You know, it was, it, I mean, I only caught the highlights, but I, but I, you know, I was a New Japan fan when they're, um, when they were on Access TV here. They're actually, there's a big announcement that they're coming back to North American TV. Uh, hopefully, hopefully they'll announce it tonight. They kind of previewed it last night. Hopefully they'll come back tonight. Do we
3: know what network?
1: Uh, they haven't said yet. It's kind of like the spoiler we're coming oh, back. Oh I hope it's know? something
3: I can watch. Cause I, I'll, I'll give yeah. that. A, I definitely. Oh, it's great. That.
1: It's it's great, dude. It's it's good. Kevin Kelly's great on the mic. Um, it's the the products just. It's, it's oh, If you like AEW, you can't help but like New Japan because most of the guys in AEW spent their time in New Japan getting over. Right. You know. It's, it's it's just a solid product you know and with and with the you know the, you know with that winning he has both titles the the uh intercontinental and their heavy and their heavyweight championship he wrestles jay white tonight so we'll see what happens with that i have a feeling that he'll keep it in my in my fantasy booking world you know ibushi and um kenny were the golden lovers tag team over there and so that was their big thing and they're buddies and with Kenny being, um, being the belt collector, and if they could build oh. a relationship, those two going at each other, that that to, to, to have those belts, it would be great booking. It would it would be huge. It would be yes. huge. It would you know because Don Callis global. Kallis, yep, is global be, dominance. It 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 would be a move. It would be their move to push push the wwe because they've already been nxt it would be their move to put a legit push for big big numbers against the wwe it would be it would be it would squash them it It would be because you know like you said Mm -hmm. um moxley's wrestling over there this morning later tonight he's gonna i don't know what's gonna happen with his belt he's wrestling kenta you know uh, I can't remember Kenta's name and uh
4: oh NXT. Hideo Atami for those yeah, yeah. So, WWE fans so you
1: know that's going to be a hell of a strong style match oh, man. you know i don't know stiff i would as, i don't know who's going to get, get that belt. Yep. They, yeah so. they might keep
4: they
1: they might keep it on Moxley because if they're coming back over here for TV cuz they have they have you know the uh, uh, the US the, the US dojo thing over here so if they can start working and shows and stuff it can be
0: incredible yeah
4: so yeah, Matt, so for those great. of our listeners who aren't familiar with new japan pro wrestling which is totally possible because it is more of a niche promotion you have oh, to be yeah. really into wrestling to really get you into can't, new japan can't like
1: WWE. <laughs> yeah okay
4: <laughs> but like Char- <laughs> but like charlie was saying if you're into aew if you like that style new japan is sort of that next step into things so it's kind of hard to watch. Um they do offer a streaming service called New Japan World. I think it's a it, it equates to about I want to say 10 dollars a month. I had it for a while. Yep. I think it's 999 yen which kind of fluctuates yep. depending on the yep. month. Yeah. But it, that's it's a great way to watch it. It's a pretty good app. Um lots of great matches. The two guys that Charlie was just talking about, Kota Ibushi and uh, Tetsuya Naito were the two uh guys in the main event of night 1 where Obushi Ibushi won to get both the IWGP heavyweight championship and the IWGP intercontinental championship. So this whole double belt champion thing that we've seen kind of recur throughout the year, we saw Keith Lee win both belts. We've seen Becky Lynch win both belts. Now we've seen Kota Obushi do it in new Japan. So kind of a recurring theme, but I would argue that in new Japan, it means a lot more. They've oh, done way a fantastic more. Fantastic job. Yep. Protecting oh, yeah. the belts, protecting their yep. champions. They don't Every- do that. They don't. And every win in New Japan really means something. Matters. A lot of yep. weight to it, a lot of stakes to it. Now, the only downside, and, and d- depending on who you are, maybe it isn't a downside, but I would say what pushes a lot of people away from watching New Japan is the language barrier. Um, Charlie, oh, yeah. I know you mentioned Kevin Kelly on commentary. Yep. That does make it quite a bit easier to watch. Oh, yeah. You have but to the-
0: have English
4: Right. But the promos aren't always in English. It's a lot of Japanese wrestlers, a lot of Japanese promos. So following the storyline can be a little difficult. They do translate a little bit. um, But even then, it's a little hard to follow. So really, if you're an American or an English speaker looking to get into New Japan Pro Wrestling, I would say check out the matches, watch you for the matches, but then really dig into those storylines, read online about it. It really helps make the matches that much more exciting.
1: Yep. Yep. Great
2: synopsis, Matt. Yeah, it's just. And Charlie, I
1: think I think it's just an excellent. I mean, it's an excellent product. They built their product, even though they've been off TV for almost a year now. Here, but they built their they built their roster back up and have good. I haven't watched much. They they still have interesting stories. A lot of a lot of good stuff going on, um, with what with with building their roster back up since the Bucks and uh, Kenny and um, Cody. Uh, Marty and all the and yeah, Hangman, listen, yeah. all those guys lo- left styles. They built, you know, they had a little bit of downtime, but they built the roster back up pretty much with a lot of with a lot of uh New J- just Japan guys instead of a lot of uh um American and, and Canadian wrestlers. But it's the the fantasy booking that could happen if AEW and New Japan could work out a deal and do the Kenny's going over there or Ibushi coming over here to do the golden lovers. Going at each other for the belt, collecting, oh. be amazing. And if you oh. want, I watch highlights of that Ibushi match. It's nuts. They oh, yeah. say they say if you watch two matches from that to last night, the Ibushi match and the Okada match, Okada yes. and uh, Will Osprey. Osprey I, caught
0: yeah, I, heard that one. I heard that one was phenomenal. Osprey.
1: Osprey would have been the breakout star of the year if it wasn't for um, um, COVID because he was on target. He, yes,
2: he, he was. This year he will
1: be a star this year. And he, he they're gonna build they're gonna build him up just like they did um uh, Ibushi because he lost to Okada last night. It might not be this year, it might not be next year, but in time, if he stays he's with him, he will yeah, he's super young. He just was a junior heavyweight, 27. he just got to be heavyweights, yeah. In time he will get that title. Because I think if you look it up, Steve, I think Ibushi's like in his late thirties. I think no, he is yeah yeah, yeah i think yeah. he's in his late 30s so he's no spring chicken so the the the, the future that 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 of that promotion I mean I'm sure they had some uh, new japan guys that but up but it's jay white and um and um uh, just come on uh, Osprey
2: how long will will osprey wrestle in new Japan before he makes the jump to America oh,
1: man. Uh, for his sake. I hope never. I Well, I hope I hope I hope he I does, but he goes to AEW. I hope he doesn't go to WWE. Oh he God! Be, he oh failed. yeah, he will be wasted like Ricochet. Well, if he's
2: hey. smart, he will go to AEW. But if you stick with what you said, Charlie, then great. Honestly, yeah, I think so that's good for business everywhere and wrestling all over the globe.
4: So I'm kind of curious if he would go to AEW, Um B Priestley was one of the women in AEW when they first debuted. Mm-hmm. Um and she's actually in a relationship with Will Asprey. So, yep. But then my understanding is because I, so they're both from England originally. Yep. B Priestley was released from AEW, I believe, because of COVID and travel restrictions yep. and things mm-hmm. like that. So it's kind of hard to say if will Ospreay would go to aew or not because of that past history i i believe i would think he would have an understanding of the circumstances and just kind of a the crazy situation they were put into but i think if he knows what's good for his career and he does ultimately move beyond new japan that he does go to aew and if he needs an incentive on yew versus wwe Look at WWE. Look what they've done yeah, exactly. with Ricochet, who's yep. basically the mirror image of Will. Yeah, Archie. exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah yep.
1: exactly. Pretty much. Yep. Well, you I mean that's? I mean, unless he, unless he wants a payday, he. I mean, he he'll go. He'll stay. He'll go to AEW. Cause look at Kenny. Kenny, who would have thought Kenny would ever came up came over here? He would never come over here if they wouldn't have started AEW. He did never. Nope. they they, they He'd have never gone to,
2: to, to WWE. Years. He spoke yeah, the language. He spoke yeah. the language. He was comfortable with the culture. Yeah, a lot of a culture, lot of people yeah. move over there to get the training, and they say they're not comfortable with the regiment, the training style, the food, all that stuff. Yep. But you know, when you're comfortable, hey, why would you move if you're the top guy?
1: Oh, for if sure. Will
2: Osprey moved over here. He might be the sixth, seventh guy. Not if John Silver keeps moving up the ladder.
1: Ha! Huh. I, <laughs> I think he get. I mean,
2: that was a joke, but I think yep. John Silver is still gonna prove me wrong this year. I should mention that.
1: Oh, he's he gonna have a great year. He'll have. Yeah, he he'll is. be the breakout star of AEW, in my opinion.
2: But I think I like that.
1: I just, I, like I just that. hope that I just hope at some point Osprey does come over here, yeah, um, and gets used. Right? I mean, I would say maybe Ring of Honor, but I wouldn't even go the Ring of Honor because their roster is not, not good enough for him right now. He'd be a the big fish in a small pool in my opinion so i think the best fit would either be aew or, or NXT, in my opinion yep. because he's just Most so good. he's so good oh yeah you know he i mean he could he would kill it in ring of honor but i just think the better competition and the bigger fame is and being on national tv or on those shows instead of channel 24 at mm-hmm. some eight o'clock nine o'clock at night local station you know
2: oh yeah yeah, Will Ospreay oh, is a definite yeah. follow on Instagram. Uh, yeah, I can I, should, I should add him. And speaking
1: of speaking of Instagram and back to um uh Marty, he did, you, did anybody follow Ricochet on Instagram? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Did you see Keep the, the New Year's babe does?
1: Did you see the New Year's Eve pictures? Marty's there with uh, uh Ospreay and a bunch of the wrestlers. Did you see not Ospreay, um Ricochet and a bunch of wrestlers. Go back and look Wait. at it
2: wait ricochet and marty scroll were hanging out on new year's eve yeah
1: yeah go back and look at the picture it's him and what's the what's the guy that's the i can't remember his name what's the guy that's the tna champion the black guy uh
2: oh Jay lethal
1: no no not lethal the other um he was a wwe guy got cut had problems with his wife um
4: ah oh, come on boy i wish that narrowed it down <laughs>
1: But he—he he was da- he was a black guy dancing for, uh, for, uh, for WWE. He had him out there dancing.
4: Still not narrowing the down, Charlie. I...
1: Our listeners are like punching the steering
2: wheel right now while they're listening to her in their car. Like, god damn it, it's this person. I don't know yeah. who it is. Who it's you're Titus
4: about. O'Neil. God
1: damn it. Yeah. Rich
2: Swan. Sorry, Rich oh,
4: Swan. Oh, Rich well, Swan. Yeah, yeah Rich we've,
2: Swan. we've brought him up before. We're idiots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah
4: i was totally kidding about titus by the way he's a good guy
2: yeah oh boys this was fun thank you so much for um you know chatting about brody and you know kicking off 2021 um this was a great episode speaking of instagram follow will osprey follow ricochet i want to see those marty Skrull ricochet what a party to be at by the way Yep. huh
0: Holy oh yeah.
2: shit.
4: But most importantly, follow us on Keep The K on Instagram. Instagram.
2: Thank you, Matt, and uh, follow us on Spotify. Um, great episode, boys, for season two. I can't wait to catch up next week and see what happens on
1: Wrestle Kingdom. And, and, and don't forget to watch Rod and catch up on Legends Night. No Shawn Michaels. Hogan didn't make an appearance in the ring, and no Stone Cold. So if you want to see a bunch of B players that you
3: missed. And Goldberg.
1: Dan Goldberg. <laughs>
3: <laughs> You're next, WWE so you champion.
1: <laughs> the Royal Rumble, <laughs> we can't wait. Don't miss it.
2: Love you, boys. See ya. Later. Peace. Peace. Later, haters. So don't you, kill
1: me? you know what I'm saying.